the college football experience, Big 12 and Pac 12 and Independence preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, welcome, welcome to the college football experience. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) You are not healthy and you are sick, Dundee, buddy. Sick Dundee coming at you. Yeah, I've been feeling like shit. That's because there's no football on the TV. But you are self-medicating. Yes, Blanton's. All right, do it right. Ride that horse. All right. That's why you're feeling bad. Is you 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 went sober for a month. That's true. Lesson That's true. learned. Right. I was trying to find God. Turns out, <laughs> turns out God is really Brian Bosworth. All right. Uh, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh. Just a couple weeks away from football. <laughs> I wonder how many people turn us off because they hear me do some shit like that. No, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna splice together your track. We're gonna have a Colby Colby singing track on this. <laughs> or release that album. Uh, third man in the booth is with us. Give it up for the Sun Belt Fun Belt God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, farmer, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? Yes, 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 yes. The season is here. Season is here, yeah, yeah. Jumping the gun, not quite. Yeah, it's just there. right here, man. It's right here. I gotta, I just gotta keep drinking, man. Oh, Guys, I had to rock the uh, Texas Longhorn mm. shirt today. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not rocking any Sunbelt gear. Uh, you know, we're big Texas fans on the <laughs> podcast. We we love what they're doing in college football for everybody. Yeah, they're looking out for everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't the, believe the he's team. wearing the shirt. Yeah. Look you at know? this. <laughs> Light that thing on fire. Right. You know, this is funny. So we, we got this shirt. I think when Colby and I were going to uh K state at Texas, I don't know what eight, 10 years ago or something. 
because you know, we didn't have a dog in the fire. Like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll get a Texas shirt, root for the home team. I think midway through, we were like, you know, fuck this. Let's root for Kansas State. <laughs> yeah. K State fans, way cooler. We were at the bar. Uh, they were just way cooler. Just, there's no other way to cut it. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, we started rooting for. I mean, my heart's always been with K State, man. I like K State. I like what they're doing. And we're going to talk more about them. We're going to talk Big 12, the conference race. We're going to talk Pac 12, the conference race. We're going to talk independence. Uh, and, but before we get to that, we do have a lot of news. Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman, non football injury, out indefinitely. It, it seems kind of scary the way that I know that Clawson said he thinks he's going to be back within the year, but it made me think like, I mean, it sounds terrible, but I thought like, what does he have cancer or something? I have no idea. Like it, it seemed weird. Them not as, yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> no, that, it, it, not to make light of it. Cause we don't know. Have you heard anything else? Cause I, they've been very tight lipped. You, you would think by now some kind of information would well, have that, that, that's come what I'm out. saying. I think it's something very personal. So yeah. Uh, I don't think herpes would keep you herpes, out for the year. Yeah, no, <laughs> normally that passes a physical in football. Uh, Maybe half half of yeah. college football would be out. Yeah, Michael Vick. Man, I mean, come on, Ron Mexico. Don't throw this yeah. man um, under the bus. Don't name again, names. Like, we don't want to make fun, make fun of this because, but that's kind of what we do, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're assholes. Thought, yeah, who would have thought Hartman for Heisman would get derailed quicker than Hal for Heisman mm. last year? Mm. I mean, that that took week one at. Virginia Tech to blow that up, yeah. that whole campaign up. So this couldn't one even get to week up. zero here. Yeah, Come dude, on, blown up before that, dude. This is my thing. Wake Forest is just unlucky. They were one of the most injured teams last year. They lost their wide out before the season started last year. You go back, uh, they uh, losing Beal Smith, losing Kenneth Walker, I think. And then remember a couple of years ago they were supposed to be really good, and then Jamie Newman transferred to Georgia. They just have bad luck, man. They, they just and have actually, bad luck. That, that it's it's come full circle because when Jamie Newman transferred, that reopened the door for Sam Hartman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he started some before that, lost the job to Newman, and uh, there you go. He got his second chance. Uh, but yeah, unfortunate. I think we all hate to see it. I don't care if you're a Wake Forest fan or not. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and uh, they had you know some some high expectations this year, and obviously it's it's a big blow. What uh what year is Hartman? He's only a junior, but he's been there 35 years. Are you serious? (laughs) He got injured when he played early, and then the the second year, he uh, he only played a couple games, so they used the red shirt then. And then, so he is only a junior, believe it or not. And I wonder if he'll get another red shirt if this is a serious. If this is a serious event, (laughs) he's going to be the Chris Winky. uh, (laughs) Yeah, Um, Chris Winky of 2025. Other news: uh, Alabama wideout JoJo early out six to eight weeks. James Madison safety Dion Jones, who transferred in from Boston College, seemed like he could be a starter. Retires from football and cornerback mm. Antonio Webb for the Dukes hit the portal. I mean, I'm, I'm flipping my over to under on the JMU Dukes. A little late in the process for all this stuff to be happening. I, What's going on down there? I was barely on the. I was on the over. Just to rep in the first place, I think it, it might be a tough year. I think Deion Jones went down there, started eating the burritos. Yeah, and then when he <laughs> went to go play on the field, they're like, "Whoa, this guy!" There's only he, one man it. that can eat a burrito on a sideline, and it ain't you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Terrell Furman, this is actually live, not fake live. What's going on, man? Yeah, we're really live right now. Uh, we're really, really live. Um, Big Ten deal. NBC, I, I kind of like what what's going on here because a uh, little competition. 
The Big Ten had been with ESPN since 1982, and they had been with ABC Ooh. since 1965, I believe. Uh, they are basically doing a deal. It's being reported for $350 million with NBC, CBS, and mostly Fox. Uh, basically saying fuck you to the ESPN to ESPN. And apparently, uh, from what I understand, the Big Ten's been mad at ESPN for their favoritism to the SEC recently. So they are doing That's this. They, they didn't even hear him out for a little offer. They just said, fuck you. Uh, it is interesting because, you know, obviously ESPN has the ACC and the SEC, but I think ESPN kind of uh, went early on their deal with the, with the SEC. I, I think at the end of this, uh, well, not at the end of this, I guess R- right when this happens, this contract goes into effect. Once it's official, the, the, the big 10 schools will be making more money than the sec schools by a decent amount because the contract and where they signed it, but who knows what happens. Uh, but I do think this, it wipes out the slate for ESPN to have big. So basically ESPN needs other conferences. So it actually from what I understand, and I said this is GBO Farms in the chat talking about, uh, you know, the the Pac-12's death. I actually think this improves the Pac-12's chances and it increases their value because ESPN needs college football games, and Pac-12 actually charts a lot better than the Big Twelve. Yeah. Uh, when and that comes- might go to to Joe Hackney's point, maybe the Pac-12 raids the Mountain West. If, if the PAC 12 is deemed to be on stable ground, then it would, would be attractive to mountain West schools. If, if we think the whole conference is going to fold, then the mountain West schools might be like, you know, we're okay. We're just, you know, we got a solid conference here. We're not going to take that leap. But um, if they have some, some talks, you know, some promises from, from, from ESPN, yeah, maybe it, maybe that's how you salvage the uh, PAC 12. No, I also think it helps the big 12, their value because ESPN needs games. All right. If you, if you don't, you know, there's only 16 teams in this, in this sec. Uh, So you're going to need games. And uh, so I think it increases the value in the big 12 and the pac 12, but especially the pac 12, because they do a lot better from a TV market standpoint. I, I, I read some thing about the past five years. uh, And I think we covered this on the show. We did uh, the top five teams. If you were to take the remaining big 12 and the remaining pac 12, that would be of value, which seems like TV money is, is the real value in the sport. Uh, believe it or not, big 12 wouldn't have one in the, in the top five. It would go all pack 12 as the top five, most valuable, uh, schools, essentially markets. Yeah. And we talked about that. A lot of that's because some of those pack 12 schools are in, are in big population centers and the big 12 schools are not. Yeah. And I do expect if the pack 12 gets a big deal, which will be announced probably within, uh, by the end of August, uh, I expect them to, to make a run at p- potentially San Diego state and, and another school that I'll mention here in a second. So wait, are we, uh, we're saying right now, the big 12 and the PAC 12 are both their deals expire when within 2025 PAC 12 is up next year, right? Or within the next I two think years, the big 12s like, yeah, no, I think uh, PAC 12 is, is, is the first one up. Yeah. Then I think that's it's within big the 12. next year or yeah. two, right? Yeah. So, uh, and then big 12s up in 2025. I believe so. I believe so. And uh, so how do you th- even negotiate with the PAC 12 now? Is it just with the, the, those 10 schools? That's what's going to be very interesting, but I think they're going to learn their value, but I think they want to have a footprint. Even, I mean, Klavikov was talking about playing regular season games in LA. He goes, yeah. we need Southern California. Well, I think San Diego state is a no brainer for them yes. from, from yes. a football and basketball and baseball. Your, your, sure. your any sports that will make any money. Baseball. Uh, do we have to check with uh, Noah? 
Yeah. <laughs> Aztecs. They keep a good program. Good uh, okay. And, and, uh, yeah, Kobe's part of the college baseball yeah. experience. Come hey, on. buddy. He knows Noah's the, the brains of that. Yeah, um, Kobe's the figurehead. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who are we talking about? Uh, but I also think that there's been rumblings, and I think this uh, this this one might make a little sense here. Uh, SM- Do you have sources? SMU might be a juggernaut very soon. Uh, they're gonna they have a uh, NIL collective going at, uh, over three million dollars, where they're gonna pay every college football player and college basketball player on the roster a minimum of six of uh, thirty six thousand dollars. SMU is not fucking around, dude, and I think to keep your recruiting edge in Texas. If the PAC 12 added San Diego state and SMU watch out because Eric Dickerson is also lobbying to get them into the PAC 12. Eric Dickerson resides in in Malibu, California. So he's trying to get SMU into the PAC 12. Uh, they could be, they have fuck you money. So you better watch out with, with S with SMU. And I think that could be a very attractive get. If you get the city of Dallas and Southern California, with San Diego state, I think the PAC 12 might really sustain itself and, and, and end up in a decent spot. Um, well, SMU has to be in the crosshairs of, of any conference that wants to expand right now. Well, I think the big, they make a ton of sense. True. But the big 12, I mean, they already have Dallas with TCU. So yeah. it, it makes it, it, it kind of an interesting deal there. You know, the median U S uh, salary per individual in 2020, which is the most recent I can find is $41,000. Those people have to pay freaking rent. Man, I wish I was room. making that much. Yeah. <laughs> right. What, what I was saying is like I'm joking. The average freaking person in the United States is going to be much more poor than the the worst bench warming like 18 year old. <laughs> yeah. On on SMU, and that's about to probably happen across the board. Well, dude, and that's the minimum. They said they're going to play other pl- players more. They have a lot of money, so. It'll be interesting. Sorry, to watch. But that that average Midwesterner, he he can't play football as good as that uh, guy on on SMU. So, <laughs> dude, I mean, bring it to the table. Yeah, <laughs> you legit at this point, like, say, hey, you need to go to college and make money. Like, this is this is. It. I mean, and then it, if USFL blows up, football could be a much bigger like paying opportunity in people's lives moving forward. Starting in college. You got all that shit. Yeah, that's true. I don't uh, know. What, I mean, that, that big, that's a pretty fucking big deal. $350 million for, for, the, for big 10 NBC, CBS and Fox. Um, Nick, I, Ro- I do love the fact that? that ESPN has some competition now though. I do too. And Bring I think it, it was, on. I think it was smart as much as I wanted the 12 team playoff right away. Yeah. I think if Kevin Warren was smart to, to feel out like, Hey, we're going to go to the highest bidder. And basically where we haven't been happy with ESPN and we've thought they've been favoring the sec from a coverage point of view. Right. Uh, so it's only going to happen worse now though. Like, like ESPN, they gave no love whatsoever to the USFL, no highlights, yeah, no yeah, talk about yeah. it. You couldn't even find box scores on the ESPN <laughs> website. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they cover the big 10 because if they don't, if they totally neglect it, then I think people are going to go to other, you know, Platforms, sources. Yeah. For, yeah. Cause yeah. They come to on, us. you have to cover the big 10. <laughs> to exactly. Us. This is how we take over the world. There we go. Well, uh, they're going to drive either way. Like competition's Fox. good. What's more American than competition. You it know should I mean? be good. But Fox's Fox's website, Fox, Fox sports.com is absolute garbage. It is yes, one it is. of the worst sports <laughs> websites. They need to, I haven't checked it since 98, <laughs> uh, but uh, other news, Nick Rolovich suing the university of Washington state for $25 million for wrongfully firing him. And 
he's got a decent case. It's going to be interesting to see. He's basically saying, fuck you to them. Uh, what else do we got? Eli Drinkwitz named the starting quarterback. Uh, sophomore Brady cook will be the starter at Mizzou. Uh, Kale Gundy. How about this? We're, we're about to talk big 12. Kale Gundy was a lo- brother of Mike Gundy, a longtime uh, assistant for Oklahoma. So he is out with, I don't even know what the fuck happened here, but he definitely said some fucked up shit. Got a figure he dropped an end bomb. Yeah. In yeah. Uh, but it wasn't his words. Apparently. I mean, there's a lot of speculation on, on what the hell happened here. Regardless, he's fired. You just there's gotta turmoil. Be you gotta there's, be smart. Yeah. There's turmoil in, in, in Norman and the preseason polls came out coaches poll. It's the first time since 2000 that LSU has not been in the top 25 guys. Wow. What, what do you make of that? Uh, preseason polls suck ass. Disrespect by the way. My, my, on Brian my, Kelly. My stance on preseason polls is they suck ass. They kill the sport. They're terrible for the sport. They only had two group of fives in the top 25. And if you look at like the past 10 years, there's been like five group of fives that end up in the top 25 at the end. So why not go into the season giving some fucking love to the group of five, you pieces of shit. I hate poll preseason polls are the worst. Well, Texas got a vote for number one, for number one in the country. <laughs> what has changed Hilarious. about this Say team? No more. Right. Say no more. Hey, and, and, and be, okay, we're about to hop into the conferences, but I do want to address Kratom Breath on iTunes. Kratom Breath, this is his review. I respect how much these guys <laughs> grind on their sports studies. They're clearly hardworking and dedicated. God help you if a team they're discussing loses or receives a transfer from a rival school, though. They play loud gunshots and then they moan. <laughs> about the newly emancipated players, lack of care for rivalries. And then they say they're soft. They compare them unfavorably to themselves. <laughs> Basically every annoying boomer angle you can think of over and over and over for every team. It's the worst <laughs> one to three minutes in entertainment. And I'm going to crash my car in my rush hour. Uh, uh, fast forward through it one day. I think he fucked up there, but Anyway, he gave us three stars and and Kratom Breath. Thank you for listening. All right, Kratom Breath. But let me push back on you, and and I can show you a good place to crash. All right, uh, look, this is sports. This is what we do. It, it doesn't matter the sport, right? You like a team. You don't want to ever see Tom Brady play for the fucking New York Jets. All right. When you go to rivals, it defeats sports. All right. It's not good for the product. We don't want to see uh, Bryce Young transfer to Auburn. I don't want to. I never want to see that. Uh, you know, let, me t- let me tell you about the thing too. Like this is me being a boomer, which you know maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But what I notice is that no matter what, if you are not the most like pro player in every fucking situation, like then you're all of a sudden a boomer. It's like, dude, we are now talking about transferring to your fucking arch rival. Yeah. Right. I transfer anywhere else. I and always that's say. a problem. That's a problem. Cause you, we're not pre- yeah. player friendly. What would the, well, it's look, fucking look, sports it, players deserve the right to be able to transfer to the rival, just like anywhere else, but expect a little, you know, blowback as well. I mean, do we want it to, to all be, you know, NBA kumbaya? We're all in this shit together. Bullshit. Yeah, I mean, come no. on. 
No. Why don't exactly. you go give a fucking hand job to all the players if you're so fucking player, player friendly? Yeah, I mean, absolutely ridiculous to think that we want to see all these players go from there. Like going from Mississippi State to Ole Miss is fucking terrible. I don't care any way you cut it. You can transfer to South Carolina. I won't say a fucking word. All, all right? right. We are now past you, our you three minute mark. Now. To a arch rival, it is horrible. It's horrible <laughs> for the sport. He's probably already crashed his car yeah. by now. All right. And look, <laughs> Uh, GBO Farms. That's exactly what I laughed at when he said "emancipated." <laughs> <laughs> emancipated, right. that's oh. a strong word for a guy that wasn't getting enough burn at one school, so he goes right down the road. But you know, <laughs> hey, yeah, people, I mean, people are entitled to their opinion. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But uh, anyway, I, I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. Hey, but we do have the, uh, a good grind. All right. All right now now uh look when when action sports calls I will switch over to them. I'm <laughs> fucking around. I would not do that. Uh all right folks, let's let's get into it. But before we get into it, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience Big 12, Pac 12, and don't forget about the Independence. Patty C's always repping the Independence. Boom. Preview uh on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/wynnbet to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yeah, you're probably wondering what is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can even compare the the sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so you can keep track of all your bets, no matter the sport. That's pretty fantastic. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, folks, we are here. We are firing away. We are talking big 12 football guys. Let's hop into this. Last time I went from from best to first on projection. I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse that. I think I fucked that up last last week with the ACC and Mountain West. So the odds to win the conference at 2,500 to one. Uh, the Kansas Jayhawks, my boys. Last year, a little sprinkle. <laughs> hey, sprinkle that. Sprinkle that. This is out of your mind. They're going bowling. That's a take. That is a Kansas take. is bowling <laughs> this year. Talk to me. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm locking up the over two and a half wins guys. I'm locking like that it. thing up. I, I think this team is, is going to be just a lot, lot the bet that you saw them buy in the final three games of the season. And uh, I think last year he didn't get spring ball this year. He will get spring ball. I need uh, more he than, did get spring ball. I should say I need more uh, than three games to put a lock on it. Yes. I'm leaning over. No, know. they're just going to be a lot better. They they well, also well, had a top twenty five transfer portal class. I think they'll be. Uh, they might get three. Might get four. You six, know, six, buddy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Six. I'm not stating a case for Kansas here, but I will state that I think the Big Twelve is as wide open as it's been in a while. Mm. I don't think Oklahoma really has a stranglehold anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's wide open, it, but it's no less competitive. Like it's very you know. competitive. Yeah. 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 No, very the floor, the floor has come up some with Kansas um, and, the, and the, the ceiling has come down. some. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. But so the quality of the conference as a whole is pretty high. I would say, I, I would say this is what makes like, I was telling Patty C pre episode, the big 10 and sec are somewhat, somewhat boring to me. Cause I kind of know how it's going to shake out. Right. 
And I mean, I'm still going to watch every fucking game. I'm just saying, I, I think it's going to be Georgia Bay on the SEC championship. And I'd be shocked if it was not any of those <laughs> in the now, SEC big, big 10 West is wild, but yes, they're going to lose to Ohio state. So, or Michigan know, could or be Michigan. That's, that's the compelling game, but that that's already going to come down to the final game of the season. So I, I kind of find those conferences a little bit stale from, from the conference race point of view, whereas the ACC, the big 12 and the pac 12 sign me up for that ride. Um, the, the lack of a, uh, I guess, true elite team from those conferences, presumably aside from what Clemson, maybe, um, maybe I guess Pitt. what USC, none of Pitt's those not elite. I know USC isn't elite. I know the last time USC was elite. That was Reggie. Bush I'm just talking Liner. about the potential when you have a five-star quarterback and the Blitnikoff award winner and everyone's hyping you up then, and you've been elite when the, in the last 15 years, they have that ceiling. In other words, I don't know if they have it this year, but what I'm saying is those usually take the casual fan. I hate that term. Uh, take their interest level down and it kind of takes my interest level down a little bit. Really? A little bit. DMZ Pat. No, I mean, look, I find the conference race is interesting, but I still want to watch a conference that's able to produce a real contender, you know? And so it's all, it's all bullshit. That, anyway. That's a slap in yeah. the face of the mountain West, the Sun yeah. Belt. The yeah. American up until last year. Well, and it's bullshit because like, I think it's bullshit. Maybe if they were allowed to compete, they could they could win. And what is setting, a real contender when when Oklahoma's played one back to back away game in ten years? All right, I would argue go down some of road. these other teams have. have <laughs> yeah, it's fucking I'm bullshit from saying, the start. I'm just saying, given the system for what it is this year, can the ACC, Big Twelve, or the Pac-12 put a team A in the playoff at all, and then B, can they compete in the playoff once they get there? Yes. 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 Who? Sure. I mean, I I think it, uh, we're Hudson, gonna f- yeah. Oklahoma, uh, Utah. Okay. There's teams. I mean, okay. Oklahoma. What they took Georgia to overtime in the Rose Bowl, right? A couple years back. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was like five years ago. But I mean, I'm yeah. just saying that they're they're capable of it. Sure. sure it all matters the matchup. To tell you the truth, yeah. Like, it and all matters the Georgia matchup. coming down yeah. a little bit. I mean, Alabama is Alabama as usual. But other than that, I think the whole country is pretty wide. I mean, I'm not necessarily buying the Ohio State hype across the board. We'll see oh, what I'm, uh, I'm buying. I'm buying. <laughs> Who's the uh, new uh, Knowles? We'll Tim see. Knowles, yeah. They got a long way to go on defense, man. Well, th- save it for the Big Ten preview next week. All right, yeah. we got to talk Big Twelve here, guys. I'm on the over in Kansas. Are you guys with me on that? You guys are all. I see you I'm there. With you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll well, lock it up with you're you. You're going over two and a half. I'm going over. I, I'm 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 easing off the lock. Okay. Okay. Well, By the way, guys, new to the chat, three eight zero tour. He's uh, been been active today, saying uh, them fighting words, tar and feather, Patty C immediately. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. TMZ Pat, you can oh. always count on TMZ Pat. Look, you can All always right? count on hipster culture to, 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 to fuck up. Head. Yeah, yeah, to fuck <laughs> up a good show, a perfectly no, good show. No one wants right? to hear a bunch of fucking hipsters talk college football. We I mean, we have to keep it. Hipsters is Texas football fans. Keep you know it what real. Mean? Like, true. <laughs> is USC football fans? Those that's, are all fucking hipsters. That's true, but they're not college right? football hipsters. That's what makes them hipsters is their college football freaking TMZers. Uh look, Texas Tech's odds 4500 uh to oh sorry, yeah, to uh oh yeah. Wow. Wow. So Texas Tech's win total is 5 and a half. What do you feel about the Red Raiders and Joey McGuire? A new hire? I I kind of I kind of think they're going to be an interesting t- watch. I took the over. I think they're going to go 6 and 6, but I I think they're going to be a little bit of a pain in the ass for, for the whole conference this year. Zach Kitley coming in. Kitley's the only thing that makes them that at all compelling to me. I think they're going to be on the under. I got them on the under, but okay. 
maybe huge that game. huge game is week two versus Houston at home. You know, it's going to take you would, you would assume it's going to take the red, the red Raiders and their new head coach, their new coordinators, a bunch of new players, a little bit of time to get on the same page. Meanwhile, Hol, uh, Holgerson's had that program, you know, looking pretty good lately. That's a huge game. I think if Texas tech can beat Houston, I think they have a chance at, at, at hitting an over and going to a bowl. I think if they drop that game followed by the the trip all the way uh, to to my lovely city, Raleigh, North Carolina, and lose that one and go one and two out of conference, I think hitting six will be very difficult. Watch Tyler Shuck gonna fire that laser all around <laughs> the field. Just just so the people know, I don't know if we need to explain this, but we're going bottom to top. In yeah, terms, bottom to top in uh, terms of win total expectations here. West Virginia's odds. Uh, they're they're well. The win total is five and a half for Neil Brown. It's a make or break year for Brown. Potential of getting fired midseason if if shit you know hits the fan. Uh, their odds are also third third worst in the Big Twelve at their three hundred to one. Uh, or I'm sorry, thirty to one. Uh, what what do you make of West Virginia this year? Hmm. Um, semi. Potentially favorable non-conference, not really. Best offensive line they've had in the Brown era. JT Daniels, he's probably injured already. <laughs> he's probably yeah, probably had sex with some girl at, at Morgantown and got injured. He's <laughs> out for the year. But what are you guys doing, Nick? You uh, what are you doing with uh, the Mountaineers? I think I'm on the under man. So in in three years, his record has been five and seven, six and four, and six and seven. So it makes sense to have this at at five and a half. But I just don't see the uh, upward trajectory with this program here. And I think there's a chance. There's always a chance when you got a coach on the hot seat that they're not going to make it through the whole year. And things could get ugly quickly if they lose to Pitt in the backyard brawl week one. And then, I mean, can, can, can your Jayhawks come into Morgantown and get a W? Yes, they can. It's possible. Watch and if out. so, if so, they have a layup against Towson after that, but then at Virginia tech and at Texas, I mean, you could see a, a one and four potentially. I mean, that would be like worst case scenario. It could, they could start like one and four. And then it might be uh Dude, to Neil Brown. That yeah. backyard brawl game is gonna be bananas because I could totally see West Virginia winning that because of of Narduzzi's transition offensive coordinator sure. and Narduzzi questionable in-game decisions from a head coaching point of view. That game's gonna be wild. Well, I, look, I mean I, I said worst case scenario is they start one and four. Best case scenario, they start four and one. And, and either is possible. Now I think winning at Pitt and at Virginia Tech to get both those, I don't think West Virginia is good enough. But it's not like they they can't. I mean Virginia Tech, we have no idea what the Hokies are going to look like this year. Yeah. Uh, and and getting Pitt Week One is is beneficial. So I feel b- sorry for Neil Brown, much like Carl Durrell and uh, and uh, David Shaw. They have eleven Power Fives on the schedule. That's that's tough if you're trying to turn a program around. <laughs> You know, which which pretty much, I, I guess Shaw would not be turning it around, but because uh, he he was there when they were really good. But I'm saying for Darrell and Brown, so you're trying to maintain a program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> trying to do tough. anything. <laughs> that is really tough. Yeah. Uh, Iowa State guys, Iowa State. Uh, the win total is at six and a half. Six and a half. To to what do you think of uh, Matt Campbell bounce back year? This is one of my my stronger plays. I like the over on the Cyclones, and I think on our locks episode right before the season kicks, you might be hearing me say Cyclones over six and a half wins. How do you see your thoughts? Um, 
Well, anything for the middle of the uh, pack in the um, in the Big Twelve is going to be about fifty fifty games. But I think so. They got what, what the fifty fifty games that they face. I would say would be what Kansas uh, uh, State, uh, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. Maybe TCU. Um, maybe even, maybe even Texas, Every, I don't know. everyone in the big 12, <laughs> pretty much everyone in the big 12. So I mean, two, two, two or three, they should win in the non-conference, right? I, uh, Southeast Missouri and Iowa or Ohio rather. And then, um, I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say. I guess I think there's enough there to get over. Yeah. He's got, he's got some talent coming out the running back and quarterback position. We just haven't seen it happen on the field. Yeah, Of course you don't like yeah. to see it losing Brock Purdy or Brees Hall, but last year, Iowa state had all the expectations and they fell short. That was your time to sell the Cyclones. This year, it's time to buy the Cyclones at only at only six and a half. I'm all over the over. Sounds like all of us are, and everybody on the chat is. So yeah. yeah. Well, let me Maybe say that's this. Concerning. Yeah, <laughs> I think what's good for them is that their games that they're probably going to lose anyway are on the road, and the games that they're probably going to win anyway are on the road, and the games that are most likely to be 50-50 games are all at home. So that lends itself to I some mean, wins the, there. The road trips, what at Texas, at Oklahoma State, I don't think they're probably going to lose those. Those sound like, like damn near coin flips. Uh, Joe Hackney says he's going to the Bama. Uh, this is off, off topic State. here, but he's going to Bama, Tennessee. Is there any chance Tennessee knocks off Bama? Sure, at home. Bama's always good for one slip up. It seems like Tennessee gets their ass whooped by him though. But <laughs> there was that one year. Was, was that Dooley? In in was that in I think that was in Tuscaloosa, if memory serves me correct. I don't remember. Hold on, we're talking Tennessee. Yeah, just a question. Bama? Yeah, they host them this year in in, on, in Rocky Top. Is that the game? Is that the type of game that Bama slips up on? I feel like they usually slip up on a really good like team, like Ole Miss when they were top ten or something. Texas A and M wasn't really good last year. Yeah, it's just the, the road games. You got to just circle the road games. I feel like that's the best way for them to lose. Uh, so I'll give it a decent. Sh- I mean, not a not a decent shot, but for for a Bama loss, a decent shot. How about that? But yeah. Let's keep our eye on the prize. This is a yeah. Big Twelve. Come is, on, Joe. You're better than that, Joe. He also <laughs> says, "Is Iowa State the big the Big Twelve uh, the Big Twelve yes. NC State?" That's you know when I was saying you know you should have sold last year by this year. In my mind, I was thinking NC State. So I completely agree, Joe. Uh I don't think so. <laughs> I think NC State is like Texas. Here comes the hate. <laughs> How how's NC State like Texas? They always have talent. And they suck ass, right? They, they, they you know Iowa State's that's more like no to me like Wake Forest. Uh, but I don't know. Um, that's just my my thoughts there, uh, guys. Uh, let's let's continue pushing along. Kansas State six and a half wins. Adrian Martinez. Deuce Vaughn. I like the receiving core. I like Chris Kleiman. I think he's one of the most underrated coaches in America. I am smashing the over. I'm smashing the it too. They should go three and zero in the nine conference. You think they beat Missouri at home? I do. I do. And then South Dakota and Tulane are the other two games, both at home as well. Three and zero before the uh, conference play even starts. Watch and out, then, Norman, too, man. Watch I think out. they're one of the yeah. better on the better half of the conference overall. From uh coaching and talent perspective. What do you make of the Wildcats, NC Nick? Uh, right there with you guys. Two of my favorite plays are the over on Iowa State, the over on Kansas State. I mean, they went they won seven games last year and that included a 6-point loss to Oklahoma and a 5-point loss at Texas. Both of those games could have went either way. I like Kansas State this year. Not too many people are talking about them. I think what's their odds to uh to win the Big 12? 
Let me pull that up. Uh, plus quick. one. Looking at? Basically, yeah. Uh, Twelve or one hundred twenty to one. So yeah. Which one do you like better, them or Iowa State? Uh, I like K State. That's a long better. shot. K State. I think better. I, I think yeah. I like K State better too. Or I'm sorry, twelve to one. Why do I keep using that zero and saying 120? 12 to one is my point. I know what you meant. Uh, uh. Anyway, I think. I mean, look, we're gonna get to it, guys. I have Kansas State in my in the Big Twelve Championship. Call me crazy. Wow. I just think that offense is gonna be fire with Colin Klein. I think he's gonna bring back the option because that's what he ran. I think he's going to, I'm not, I don't think the whole game they'll be running out of the option, but I just think they're going to use Martinez and, and I think he's going to get what creative kind of option. I mean, they were running what so they were doing speed option, right? Speed With, option yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, read option, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I just like K state's team. I just think, I think uh, I kind of like the schedule to the way it lines up. Um, I, I think I love, I like the over. I pretty much feel like the three, my three best plays would be Kansas over K state over Iowa state over. Uh, we're going to get to some other ones, but uh, TCU six and a half as well. Same odds as K state uh, 12 to one to win the, uh, the, the big 12. I am all over the under here, folks. I, I do not. I didn't like the hire to tell you the truth. I know You're a Sonny Dykes hater more than I am, <laughs> but I, I kind of agree with you. It seems like it's soft. It, it, that, talk about a, a culture uh, shift, going from Gary Patterson to Sonny Dykes. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't, even the Duggan thing, and maybe Duggan doesn't start to go with the other guy that that has played some in the air raid. But I, I don't know. I just don't really. I don't. I don't have a good feeling about the team. I know they're they're talented. They're decently talented, but as far as a roster standpoint, so he does walk into a decent scenario. But I don't know. Just not buying in. What do you What do you make of TCU, NC Nick? So far, a lot of agreements. I'm on, I'm on the under two. They went five and seven last year. I don't see how this team wins two more games with the new coaching staff. Uh, you know, down the stretch for them, it was a mixed bag. You know, they, they beat Baylor by a couple points, beat Kansas by a couple points at home. But I mean, they got whipped by Iowa state 48, 14 in the finale uh, at Oklahoma state before that they got beat 63 to 17 uh, their, their road games. They were, they were abysmal on the road one and four and the four losses. I mean, they just got blown out. So uh, I'm not on the horn frogs this year. I think it's i uh, I'll take a wait and see approach to see how the new coaching staff does. I'm uh, I'm definitely on the uh, under here. Yeah. I what like do you it. guys think happens in their non-conference at Colorado week one? I think that's a dangerous game. I think if Colorado's <laughs> going to win one, that would be like, I actually think Colorado's got a better chance of winning that than the air force game. Yeah. For so sure, for sure, uh, uh, then Tarleton, but then at SMU, I think that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, I think the under is the play. Does Sonny Dykes go crazy every time Duggan pulls it down and and runs with it? And they might not go with Duggan, from what I understand. They might go. I'm drawing a blank on the backup's name, but uh, the, the the backup is by far the better throwing quarterback, and that might fit Dykes's offense more. And then Duggan transfers out. Hey. Go to go to Iowa. Iowa baby. You win a there national championship yep. with that defense and Doug and a quarterback. <laughs> That's right. Uh Baylor guys, seven and a half wins, plus six fifty to win the conference. I'm sorry. This you gotta you gotta play that. You gotta play the plus six fifty. They are they are the best on the line of scrimmage within the Big Twelve. This how is this so low? Why do they get no respect? They're like Wake Forest also. I feel like they're like Wake Forest in the uh in, when we were talking ACC why why Wake never gets any respect. Baylor at seven and a half. I'm sorry. I, I like the over and I like that decently as well. This team 
won the Big Twelve last year, and seven and a half is the, the most they're giving. I don't them. get it. I don't get it. I get it. They got to play what at at BYU. Yeah, but they should be two and one out of conference, no problem, because Albany and Texas State are the other two games. That's true. And I mean, they could they could also beat BYU. That's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, beat them a year I, ago. I, yeah. Right. I I think I favor BYU in Provo, but still, I mean, two and one out of conference that can easily set you up to hit eight games. I feel like I don't a pretty... see a whole lot of disagreeing so far here, guys. Yeah. I'm definitely on the over with, with uh, Baylor too. I know Patty is he, he is a closet Baylor guy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty easy over on that one. Yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, so, so far we've only differed on Texas tech so far. Wow. We really need, we yeah. really need to, to break this. This means we're going to be here, fucking guys. terrible. That means we're going to be terrible <laughs> on forecasting this conference. Uh, Oklahoma state eight and a half wins. Spencer Sanders back, Mike Gundy back. However, Jim Knowles gone and a bunch of that defense gone. Eight and a half is the win total. I think Oklahoma State was a little bit of fool's gold last year. I am on the under. I like it. I like the under on this one. This might be lock worthy for me. Come I mean, when you say fool's gold, they were an inch away from going to the playoff. They also were a bad call away from losing to Boise State. Uh, a few other games that that I thought they got Just fortunate bounces. Eight and a half for a team that was that close to going to the playoffs. I mean, Gundy does have a knack though for just being better than what you think. So that's the scary thought about definitely locking this up. I'm on the under. You know what? I'm switching. I'm switching. I was on the under. I'm going over. Going over. Patty C riding the mullet. There we go. And our uh, NC Nick, I just had to throw yeah. that out there for you. Difference. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the opposite because originally I was thinking over. Now I do think they're three and zero in the non-conference, but I think this this Big Twelve this year is going to be tough. And uh, Oklahoma State's kind of like Iowa State. You know, when you when you have a low number like last year, I think their over under was like seven, seven and a half maybe. Yeah. Uh, this year, I think eight and a half is probably probably that half is probably gonna what. What kills you? I think they're probably an eight and four team. Uh, if you go through his track record there, I don't think you'll see many nine plus win seasons consecutively. And so uh, I'm gonna switch to the under. I gotta note this: Oklahoma State traditionally starts incredibly slow. The last time Central Michigan went into Boone Pickens Stadium, they won. Watch out because they played Missouri State really close. They played Tulsa close the past couple years. Central Michigan and even Arizona State could bite them if they start out slow. And Spencer Sanders is known to throw sometimes like it's crazy. Some plays he looks really fucking good. And then some plays you're like, huh, what are you doing? Um, I'm just saying those two, I wouldn't pencil them as for sure wins against central Michigan and Arizona state yet. You heard it here first. Dundee, central Michigan, decent Arizona state, decent Oklahoma state getting them both at home. Big that, time. That's huge. But that's you're right. Huge. The slow start is a thing and it's been gunny the whole time. Yeah. With the slow it, it's starts. very common with Oklahoma state. So uh, let me t- let me say this. We just did both of these teams. Oklahoma State at Baylor on October first, maybe the most low key compelling game like that we're not paying attention to right yeah. now. Yeah, and the problem with the Big Twelve is that like only five hundred thousand people will watch that game, <laughs> right? And it's better than like fucking ninety. But that'll of the be. I games. think I think that game will be for a spot in the conference championship game. Oh, well, it, it was a conference championship last year that came down to like an inch. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I yeah, think it be, will be, be for one. this year. Yeah. All right, and that gets us to our Texas Longhorns, NC Knicks boys, hook 'em horns. You know, they're almost the odds on favorite to win the Big 12. Uh plus 280 to win the uh the Big 12. Win totals at eight and a half. 
Quinn Ewers, you riding the mullet? You riding the the guy who took two million from Ohio State? Patty C's boy, which you got? He there, is Patty? not my boy. I am not. I I do not want to brand him as my dude because when I watched him in the spring game, he has arm talent. But if you watch that, he looks like dog crap most of the time. He looks shook. You know, I don't know if it was like the first time experience. He's still pretty young. But I'm not ready to crown this team at all. I all think I know is that if either three of us was going to be Quinn Ewers, it'd be you. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> and, 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 ta- and, and take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, he's Bosworth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll turn this uh, the shag I got into a mullet here pretty soon. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, look, this team—they're expected to get eight and a half wins. They've done that. And they have Bam on the schedule, so you know, right there. Now well, they can only lose. They can't afford to lose three games after Bama. They're not getting this. This is a lock. This is a super lock. They've only won more than eight games in the regular season once since 2010. That's what 12, 12 years here. Yeah. So come on. Yeah. uh, High expectations for no there. They got a number one vote horns down horns down. Uh, And that gets us to Oklahoma plus 200 nine and a half. The win total. We talk about the Gundy thing. Uh, Kale Gundy out as a as a offensive coach there. Uh, what do you guys make of uh, Dylan Gabriel, Jeff Levy, Brent Venables coming? Uh, the, still the favorites. This is and this shit has changed. Uh, there was I saw earlier. I think it was at uh, another book that uh, Texas was the odds-on favorite. Oklahoma now the odds-on favorite. Um, give me the under. I I think there's too much turnover. I get it. Jeff Levy's offense should be super explosive. I think Ted roof was an interesting hire, a defensive coordinator. Um, and I just don't think, I think when you have that much turnover now, granted Oklahoma and Texas, what that I don't think they play back to back away. Oklahoma definitely doesn't. So there's that advantage, but I still just think there's too much missing. Give me the under on the Sooners. Patty C talk to me. Well, they get Baylor at home. They get Oklahoma state at home. They get Texas at a neutral site. They get K state at home. Basically, all of these games that will probably be the biggest threat to them, they're getting at home. The game at Nebraska could be a factor and take them down. I think that just because they have that target that you're talking about and there's so much uncertainty with the new coach that they're going to drop three. So I'm putting them on the under, but we'll see. I still expect them to be in the conference championship game. I expect them at nine and three with a loss to Nebraska to be there. Another thing is Dylan Gabriel was out for the year last year. So we'll see how he recovers from that. Uh, I think was at an ACL. Um, I just think, well, just looking at, I, I think they lose in, in, in Ames that uh, you have the shootout. Who knows what happens in that game? I think they could lose at Nebraska. I think K state could beat them. I think they're capable of beating them. Um, I think Baylor randa has got a great record against Levy at and- Iowa state. Dangerous. In Morgantown, always crazy. Last chance, Morgan. They get it to to beat. No- They've never Oklahoma. lost in Morgantown. I know, most but this they, is the last chance. Close. This is the last chance. Uh, same with Texas Tech. So those could be interesting because of, they know it's their last chance to see. We them. just did this preview. I am not touching it with a ten foot pole. I could easily see them getting to ten and two. But that that's my exact thoughts. Even though I'm I'm on the over, and I, it took me a little while to come around to Oklahoma this off season. But I still think they're the most talented team in the conference. And if Venables can be the head coach that a lot of people think he can be, uh, then you have the most talented team with a good head coach. And I think that can go a long way with a pretty easy conference schedule because, like Patty mentioned, a lot of those road games 
at WVU, at Texas Tech, at TCU are very winnable. If they can get by Nebraska, I know that game was crazy in Norman last year. If they can win that game, they could start the season off on a very nice roll, you know, five and oh, six and oh, seven and oh, potentially. Uh, so I certainly don't love going over here just because there are so many unknowns, but I do kind of have a feeling Oklahoma might be a little bit better than expected. Texas is getting all the attention. Oklahoma kind of quietly going underneath the radar. I mean, I could totally see the over. I don't feel great about the under. I, I think if anything, this is the one that I, I feel least about out of the, all the, all the, the teams here. Yeah. I feel this is the, the toughest play in the whole big 12. In my opinion, I mean, without like, you know, obviously factoring the bowls here, they have failed to get to 10 wins. One, two, three, four times since 2000. So yeah, nine and a half history says, uh, you know what? On that note, on that note, I'm switching up Oklahoma on the over. over. Oklahoma. Where's that tide turning? There you go. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm pulling, pouring myself Come a cocktail on, over tick. here. You can't win. How about that? And, uh, <laughs> and where the fuck is my tide? I don't know. All right. Uh, I would it's say easy to see a tide turn. Yeah. But in general, I, you know, I like a lot of these over unders in the big 12. I think the Oklahoma one's tough. I think the Texas tech is tough, but um, yeah, I think, I think you'll find quite a few of these on our lock episode here in a couple of weeks. I got five over five under. That's what I like. Consistent plays. Um, guys, who's the most overrated team in the conference? Do we even have to answer this? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Flash Texas. It. Yeah. Texas most overrated team, but TCU, I think get more love than they deserve. Throw that in there as well. Uh, team. That's going to surprise. Mm, I got the Jayhawk. I, I could choose. I'm going to say the state of Kansas. How yeah. about that? <laughs> Kansas, the Jayhawks are going to go bowling. And then Adrian Martinez, watch out. Watch out. How many wins do you got Kansas State popping out? I got, got K State playing for the, the conference championship. I, would, think, I think they can win eight. Yeah. And I think if watch out, if they can catch if they can catch Oklahoma and Norman, watch out. That's that's a must watch game for me this year. My conference championship. Well, who's your surprise team? I'm going Kansas as my number one surprise, but K State would be second. I don't know. I'm tempted to go K State. Uh, Nick, who are you going? I, I did go K State. Uh, there's lots of good options here. I, I think throwing Baylor in there makes a ton of sense too, especially if you look at just a just seven and a half wins for their uh, team total. Yeah, I agree with you. I might have to lean. Uh, I'm going to switch it. I had Iowa State. I thought they were going to surprise. I thought they were going under the it's radar. Easy to see a tide turn. That's right. But I think the the game at Iowa. They're going to lose again. That's going to, they're going to have the season that will most of us probably expect a little better, but I think Kansas state is the play K state. There we go. State of Kansas. Watch out. Kansas football back uh, guys, my conference championship. Let's get to it. Who do we have in the conference championship? I got Baylor against Kansas state Baylor against Kansas state, Oklahoma as the state nowhere to be found. Leave it up to Colby to hate on Texas and Oklahoma. Well, Texas, what do you mean? They don't they they won five and seven last right. year. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. But I got Oklahoma Baylor. Look, I have this thing. It paid off for me last year. They put a tag on themselves by switching conferences, and they're gonna get everyone's best punch. And for that, you're gonna see while I am fading Texas, I'm fading Oklahoma, and I'm fading a couple other teams we're gonna get to later on that are switching conferences. Uh Patty C. Give me your Big Twelve championship. 
Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it has been since 2010 since um, no. Why am I not seeing this correctly? It's been a while since the team from Oklahoma hasn't made the big 12 championship game. So I think that trend continues. There might be two. There might be two. I I'm having a really hard time. Uh, it's going to be Oklahoma. And it would be fantastic to pick Bedlam, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. The final not happen. Yeah. Oh, that, that would, would be, be great. awesome. That would be great. Uh, it's going to be Oklahoma State or Baylor, I think. You know what? Just pick, be, pick Bedlam just for the hell of it. I'm. Uh, well, you got Oklahoma, uh, Baylor already. And so I yes. think even though that game is in Baylor between Oklahoma State and Baylor, so that makes me want to choose Baylor, I will go with Bedlam just for the fun of it. I like it. That would be fantastic. Give the fans what they want. Um, Nick, what are you doing? Oklahoma Baylor. Mm. Okay. So who wins? I got Baylor winning the big 12 championship. I'm going Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm going boomer center. All right. There we go. (laughs) Chalk chalk plays over there. TMZ Pat (laughs) two years in a row for Baylor. Hey, Jeff Levy. Owen three. Is it against Dave Aranda? Watch out. Watch out. That d- that offense it only works so far. Dave Aranda knows how to shut that thing down. Uh all right. Uh, we're going to get to the independence next. But before we do that, I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a, a fantasy league on there. I know I do. They just passed 4 million users. And now you could win on sleeper by playing their brand new over under game. First in any sport, you choose two or more players you like, and you pick the over or under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. And you better believe with NFL season right around the corner, sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason uh, I love sleeper also is that you can play with your buddies. It's they, you can start a little group with your buddies. If, let's just say you're stuck watching a fucking Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans game or something on a Thursday night. You're just like, geez, there's no college football on. Right. And you're just stuck there. Well, you might as well just call the, call some friends of yours and say, Hey, let's, let's throw 20 bucks on the line here and have some fun with this props. Uh, so I, I highly recommend it. And look right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that is sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a hundred dollar match. Uh, 